BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to Breaking Beauty, the podcast all about the breakthrough people, products, and moments in beauty. We're your hosts, Jill Dunn and Carleen Higgins. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Breaking Beauty Podcast. I'm Jill Dunn, one of your co-hosts, and I'm here with Carleen Higgins. Hey, Carleen. Hi, Jill. How are you? We're back on another Wednesday. Love it. And it's Easter. Are you doing any Easter egg hunts? No, I'm just (laughs) trying to... What's the opposite of hunt? Like, I'm trying to do that to avoid COVID. So I will be staying away from people. And also, yeah, happy Easter, everyone. Happy Passover. What are you going to do? You know, my kids are at an age, so they're eight and 11, and they're kind of at an age where I'm like, can we maybe like say goodbye to the Easter bunny now? You know what I mean? Like, I think my my older kid is definitely onto it and knows we're just like giving out chocolate. Yeah. I don't know. I'm like, maybe we'll do a little hunt in the basement. We'll see. Yeah, that's It's more like a rite of spring. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like in that moment, after that moment, it's like, we're going to be getting out the patio furniture this weekend. I think with what's happening, because I don't know if you guys know, but like here in Toronto, COVID's on fire. So I think we're going to be getting like our fireplaces and our heaters going again. And like any gatherings we'll be having will be outside. Like I'm planning to have my family yeah. over outside, praying mm-hmm. it doesn't rain. Yeah, good idea. Good idea. Mm-hmm. So, you know, April is also Earth Month and today is a damn goods episode, everybody. Hopefully you figure that out by now in because of the title of the episode. And so, of course, Carlene and I, were going to be reviewing a lot of what's been on our radar for spring skincare, of course. Mm-hmm. But we wanted to cover off some news before we jump into all of that, just because it is Earth Month and there is a lot happening. And I think... You know, sustainability is obviously a key theme. It's something we should be thinking about all year round, not just in April. But mm-hmm. as an editor, it's like you get the same emails in your inbox over and over again. It just seems yeah. to, you know, you get the samey sameness about it. And it's, I guess for me, I'm really looking for like what's new, you know, what's different and actually worth talking about. So I did want to talk about an initiative that I think could end up being a big deal. We'll probably end up seeing more of it next year. It's called the Eco Beauty Score Consortium. Okay. Okay. Is that consortium? Is that the same thing? Is that, you know what? That? I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it's consortium or consortium. I've actually heard it both ways and I'm not okay. sure what's right. I'm going to say consortium. Um, okay. So what it is, it's 36 beauty industry, like companies and personal care companies like L'Oreal, 
Amore Pacific, Estee Lauder, Cody, P&G, LVMH, like all the biggies are part of this. And what they're aiming to do is to create like one common scoring system that would be used across the whole industry to indicate like the eco footprint of a product. So it's kind of like a database and it's a common tool. So they would have like, they would be assessing environmental impact. They'd be looking at packaging, how the ingredients are sourced and the entire life cycle of a product and the environmental footprint that results from that. Now, this is something where they're looking to work with third parties. Like obviously with anything like this, you're thinking, well, these beauty brands are just going to be like, yes, of course, we're so sustainable. We're going to give ourselves like a 10 out of 10 on that. Yeah. Well, that's not the idea. Like they really want to be working with scientists and experts in the field who are third party who are going to come up with these measured assessment tools that would be applied to any single product in the entire industry. And brands could volunteer to be a part of this so that they can use this scoring, but it's something that would be considered universal. And I think this really addresses something that we've talked about when we talk about sustainable beauty for a long time, which is the fact that there isn't one consistent measure for this. And people are getting, you know, they're getting eco-certified here. They're getting EWG certified here. And people are like, wait, but these are all very different. They have their own standards. Some of them you have to pay a lot of money for. They're not accessible Yeah, and they have their own agendas a lot of times. And they have their own agendas. They're not for consumers. Exactly. So this is the idea with this. I think it's very cool. And what could end up happening, and I'm wondering if where this is going, is that you're going to look at a product on the store shelf and actually see that scoring system the way mm-hmm. that you would see SPF on a label. So you can size it up immediately. This would be on like your Dove body wash, your Pantene shampoo yeah, kind of thing. Exactly. The other thing about where we're at with sort of clean beauty or eco beauty or whatever you want to call it at this day and age is like, you know, Sephora is kind of winning because they've got this whole section, but drugstores are, it's like, they don't really play like that. So when you want to buy a product that is a drugstore product, you'll be able to understand right away how sort of eco it really is. So it gets everyone on the same playing field, no matter where you're shopping. And I think that could be uh, really incredible. And this is something they're hoping to get the prototype out by the end of 2022. So this is happening quickly. This isn't just like an idea that, oh, this is our goal by 2028 or whatever. Yeah, I think that's really important because time is of the essence. And one thing I would have to say just on the heels of your drugstore comment is one brand I think that's absolutely crushing it in terms of responsibility and being very forward thinking is Garnier. Of course. Yeah. And I think that they really have been leading the charge in a lot of eco offerings and they they have this organic skincare range that's honestly such a sleeper hit. It is really good. It's hard to find. I'm kind of afraid it's going to go bye-bye because it just doesn't have that much buzz, but there are several products in that range that are just wonderful. But one thing that I wanted to shout out that I tried was their shampoo bars. Did you mm-hmm. try these? No, I didn't. No, I was. New. Yeah, I was shook it. There's four different ones. And basically the idea is that it's a bar. I think it's about $8 and mm-hmm. you suds it up just like you would a regular shampoo. I was kind of shocked like how manageable my hair was. 
Hmm. And how much this experience was exactly like using a traditional shampoo. Really? Yeah. I used shampoo bars in the past from like very luxurious players. I didn't like them at all. And this one, I was shocked. Did it lather up quickly? Because that's what I would think is like it's taking a lot of time to get the amount of lather I want to put on this big head of hair, you know? Yeah. No, it just lathered up beautifully right away. It's just like once it got in my hands, I was like, this is like a real shampoo. And my hair was very clean afterwards, but it wasn't stripped. It was really shiny and very manageable. I was totally shocked, but it's amazing. It's 95% plant-based. It's zero plastic waste because it comes in a little cardboard box. And yeah, it's super easy. Imagine when we can actually travel again, how handy these will be. And I don't know, I was trying to figure out if they sell this, but they have a little soap container. It's aluminum. And that's what you can place your shampoo bar in. So you're not wasting any like when it's not in use kind of thing. Um, And it's it's got a little drainage holes on the bottom. So I think that's that's also really smart. So it doesn't get gucky in the shower. Yeah. I love how like bars are back. And I know you and I both received the soft services. Yes. Bar for body that came in and like any creek bomb who we've had on the show from eyewitness back in the past. She had sent these to us and I haven't tried it yet, but I love that like, she has this beautiful like aluminum holder for the soap. It's like a drying rack for the soap. I so unboxed smart. it on our TikTok. It's amazing. Yeah, it's so smart. And I think she's really great at elevating the everyday. She's really elevating the body care line. And I thought that was just so smart to come out with that accessory because that's one thing I never liked about bars was like that gunk and that scum that kind of starts yeah. to sit on the shower shawl, right? So if mm-hmm. you can solve that problem, hey, what else is going on in the world of beauty? Okay. Well, there's a couple of news items that may not be on your radar. I don't know if you're entirely aware, but Desium posted something and I actually thought it was a joke at first because they posted it on April 1st. And, uh, you know, they're always very tongue in cheek with cheeky. everything that they do. But essentially they announced that they are sort of shifting their business to be more focused on the skincare pillars, the brands, which are the ordinary NIOD or NEOD and more. And basically what they said was they're going to be saying goodbye to the brand's HIF or HIF, Hylamide, Abnomaly, and the Chemistry brand. And they said you'll be able to purchase from these brands until all of the products are gone. So the whole idea is that they turned nine and they said in their early years, they started with a big dream to change the beauty industry. They said when others said we couldn't do 10 things at once, we decided to do 10 things at once. And we launched many brands and products and continually owning our successes and failures. We created the beautiful human mess we call Desium. And then they said our 11th brand, The Ordinary, changed us and the world. And in a move into the final year of Desium's first decade, we're refocusing our attention on it as a science-first functional skincare brand. So NIOD and The Ordinary will continue to raise, you know, basically are just refocusing their attention on those two and growing those two pillars, which makes a lot of sense given that they're basically fully owned by Estee Lauder now. And they have had no problem saying goodbye to brands like Becca and others over the years when they want to just like rein in and focus on where the real profits are. But yeah, I, I thought it was an interesting move. Well, people better stock up on the chemistry hand cream because that is good. It actually made it into our Hall of Fame because it, it's such yes. a good hand cream. So I think people should definitely stock up, y'all. I'm sad. that I'm yeah. sad. And I feel like Brandon is rolling over in his grave for sure. Probably. Sorry to say. I actually commented on this Instagram post and I just said, 
So should you use a hand cream on your face, like in quotes? And I said, I'll never forget that Daily Mail headline, a stroke of genius marketing from Brandon. And then I I just said like, so long chemistry brands, because the whole idea there was that he had a non-compete with his previous employer, but he still wanted to make skincare. So he was like, let's make a hand cream that's good enough. You could put it on your face. Yeah. And, you know, we'll see. Maybe they'll rebrand it, put it under the ordinary or something. I think the ordinary so. doesn't have. That would make a lot of sense. That would make a lot of yeah. sense. But also, don't worry, guys, because I'm going to be hitting you with a recommendation for another hand cream later in the episode today that I think mm-hmm. is a hit. I think you're going to love it. So let's get into what we're going to be talking about today. This is a damn goods episode. So it's a roundup of our honest personal reviews. We're going to be talking about what's buzzing in the beauty aisles when it comes to skincare for your face and for your body this month. So I think that's music to everyone's ears listening, probably, because we know we have a lot of skincare lovers that tune in every week. So we're going to be covering the plethora of sunscreens for face that have launched recently. You know, I feel like they're trying to get in on that K-beauty cachet. Plus, -hmm. we're going to talk about spray-on mists and moisturizers that feel pretty new. We're also going to talk about some other sustainability innovations that have a new spin. And finally, we're going to leave you with a couple of skincare finds that are less than 15 dollars that are so good you're going to want to add them to your cart stat. So here we go, our favorite April finds and don't forget we always round up our episode recaps on our website at breakingbeautypodcast.com and friendly reminder that you can shop our Hall of Fame there as well. Those are the products that have stood the test of time for us. They're on our permanent top shelf. Here we go. Damn Goods Spring Skincare Finds. <music> Hey friends, Jill here, chatting about one of our longtime show partners, Nutrafol. So if you caught our episode last week, we talked all about scalp health and how to even give yourself a scalp facial at home. And when we brought up the topic of hair thinning and scalp health in our Facebook chat room, there was just a huge outpouring of interest. And I think it really speaks to this moment in time when more people than ever are dealing with hair loss challenges, hair thinning, weakened hair, and they're not alone. Nearly 30 million women are impacted by weakened or thinning hair. So I really do appreciate that Nutrafol is one of our longtime show partners because frankly, it's a product that feels more relevant than ever. And if you've not tried it yet, Nutrafol is a physician formulated 100% drug-free oral supplement, and it aims to improve hair growth and thickness with less shedding through all stages of life. In fact, more than 1,500 top doctors recommend Nutrafol as an effective and high quality solution for healthier hair. Essentially, Nutrafol helps support healthy hair growth from within. And it does that by targeting the five root causes of thinning like stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, and metabolism. I personally take Nutrafol Women. It's ideal if you're experiencing thinning hair caused by stress, diet, overstyling, or from your environment. They also offer women's balance and that's formulated with additional hormone support for those experiencing thinning hair through menopause. And you'll begin to experience thicker, stronger, faster growing hair in about three to six months. And in a clinical trial, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after six months. So Nutrafol has an exclusive offer just for our Breaking Beauty listeners. You can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code BREAKING to save $15 off your first month's subscription. This is their best offer anywhere and it's available only to U.S. customers for a limited time, plus free shipping on every order. So get $15 off at Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R 
N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com and use our exclusive promo code BREAKING. Once again, that's Nutrafol.com and use our promo code BREAKING for $15 off. Now back to the show. Hey guys, I'm Lindsay Carter, the founder of Set Active, and this is my new podcast, Ready, Set, Spill. Finding the balance between being a mom, running a business, and still maintaining somewhat of a social life is a constant work in progress. We live in a time where social media glamorizes everything that we do, but life isn't always a perfectly curated Instagram post. And that's coming from someone who built their business on a perfectly curated Instagram feed. Nothing here is off limits, so get ready, get set, because it's time to spill. Okay, first up, we're going to talk about some SPFs, Carlene. And I know you and I were kind of talking about this, maybe on the heels of our Hall of Fame when we were going through sunscreens. And we were, mm-hmm. to be totally honest with our audience, we were really struggling with even how to categorize SPFs because we we're like, is this a daily moisturizer with SPF or is this a traditional SPF? Is it moisturizing enough for every day? Like, you know, there, there's a lot of nuance in this category and there's never been no more. <laughs> confusion. It's getting more and more confusing on what is a sunscreen for face versus a moisturizer with SPF. I totally agree. And that's because traditionally it was like this product's number one job is to protect your face with SPF. We're not too worried about having ingredients that are there to give you skincare benefits. And now Mm -hmm. that's changed and we're starting to see these sunscreens that have ingredients in it that might also brighten while it's protecting you from those dark spots. And we're also seeing daily moisturizers that have higher levels of SPF. So one -hmm. that's really straddling this hybrid that just launched pretty recently is the Glow Recipe Watermelon Glow Sunscreen SPF 50. I'm holding it here. It's $34 US, $45 in Canada, launched at the end of February. And people were shooketh when this product came out because I think people were really waiting for Glow Recipe. We know that Glow Recipe is K-Beauty inspired in terms of the formulations. And I think you can tell again, even just by looking at our Hall of Fame, that the sunscreens that we have held near and dear to our heart tend to be K-Beauty formulas. You know, they were... Or J-Beauty or Japanese, yeah. Or Japanese beauty. And they, you know, they nailed it with the textures before we did in North America. Mm -hmm. It was difficult for those products to be allowed to be sold in North America because of the FDA or because of Health Mm -hmm. Canada. Um, And so that's a bit of a barrier. So I think what's happened within the beauty industry is that you know, these skincare companies are getting wise and sunscreen companies as well and saying, okay, this is what we need to do. We need invisible formulas that are great for all skin tones and we need it to go on milky or now we're seeing like watery um, formulas that I know Supergoop just came out with a watery lotion. And these are really capitalizing on the terms that we've seen in K-Beauty for a while now. And so, With the Glow Recipe sunscreen, I would definitely say that they nailed it in terms of getting that consistency where it goes on sheer. Mm -hmm. I'm a pale person, but I really think it probably would be quite sheer on all skin tones. And then they've added these skincare ingredients. Watermelon, they're saying, is like an antioxidant. Niacinamide is the big one. That's there to reduce hyperpigmentation, correct dullness, and minimize the appearance of pores. And then it's got aloe vera. That's been such a big ingredient for the past few years, frankly, for hydration. And it's designed to give you a dewy finish, again, without the white cast. So what I think is 
great about this one is the fact that it's SPF 50. It's got a high protection factor. And I think that's why they've called it a sunscreen versus a moisturizer with SPF. But it is light enough that you could use it every single day and under your makeup. It's also free of synthetic fragrance and alcohol and synthetic dyes, which I think a lot of people will like because it's less likely to cause you irritation or an intolerance. It still smells like watermelon though. You think? Yeah. Yeah, actually it does. I've got it here. It does. I mean, I think Glow Recipe, it's been tricky because they have always said that it's natural fragrance that's in there. It's not a synthetic fragrance that's been added like a perfume. Their formulas are so fragranced. You're absolutely right. So I think people have been confused about that. And I think that's what they're saying is like, that's actually the ingredient itself. Although I agree, it's hard to believe that that's enough. It smells, it smells like a candle. Like, no, no like hate, candle. no shade to, to them. Like, I love them, but it's without question. Yeah. It's, uh, it's got a scent that can't be natural. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, <laughs> okay. So here's one con that I would say about this product. I've mentioned a lot of pros. I do think that this product has a tendency to make your face look very dewy to the point where mm-hmm. for a lot of people, it'll be too dewy. Like I have quote unquote normal skin. I don't like to use that term, but mine is not particularly dry and it's not particularly oily is what I can say. Even for myself, I found that depending on what makeup I would use over top, it was like too much. You know, like if I would use like a radiant, even a tinted moisturizer, I was like, my face looks kind of wet and Mm -hmm. I don't love that. Um, Now I use this product today and I put, my favorite primer, which is the Milk Hydro Grip Primer on top. And then I put my foundation on and I really liked the effect much better. So I'm going to give mm. that as like a hot tip. And then Jill, the last thing I want to say about this product before we move on is, I don't know how I managed to make this connection, but oh my God, this is almost a dupe of the Fenty Skin Hydra Visor Invisible Moisturizer. Mm-hmm. It is actually so similar. And I don't know that anyone, nobody that I've seen online has like pointed this out. Let me give you the comparisons. First of all, they both wear very similarly. Like they're, they give you that dewy look. It's very um, sheer when you put it on. So it's great for all skin tones. They both have niacinamide as a main ingredient. Mm -hmm. They both have watermelon as a main ingredient. Mm -hmm. And they both have aloe as a main ingredient. And even the smell of the Fenty one is watermelon. Like they, I would almost have thought that they are the same formula, I swear to God. It even comes out, it's like pink. But the Glow Recipe is SPF 50 and the Fenty skin is only SPF 30. So if you are comparing the two, the Fenty is also a little bit less expensive. It's $38. Yeah. And it's refillable. Yeah. And it's refillable. So again, we're talking about Earth Month. If you're interested in that, I think the Fenty definitely wins for that. But I know more and more people these days are saying that SPF 50 is what they want on the daily, not Mm -hmm. even just SPF 30. So That's why I I chose this Glow Recipe one out of all the ones I tried. What Mm -hmm. I liked about the Glow Recipe is that it is SPF 50. To get that factor into something that is this sheer, that's definitely really hard to do. SPF 30, we've seen that. SPF 50, that is like kudos, honestly. Actually, Fenty Skin, they win in my book because some news this month is actually they just launched that product that you're talking about in Fragrance Free. 
Oh, people were asking about that. Yeah, mm-hmm. because people, so, I know people were saying that it was too fragrant, that watermelon pink. And I agree. Come on, guys. We don't need that. Yeah. So they are coming out with that. And I don't know if it's launched in Canada yet, but I know in the U.S. they are offering a fragrance-free version. So Amazing. Amazing. Mm-hmm. What about you? What have you been loving for your face? Well, I don't know if I would be necessarily loving, but I think that it kind of what you were saying about SPF, there's just so much innovation happening that one that I was really excited to try that is on that K-Beauty train is from Laneige. It's their Hydro UV Defense Sunscreen Broad Spectrum SPF 50 Plus. And I actually mm-hmm. tested this one and I tested the Glow Recipe one. Okay. So the main difference with this one is this is a cream. So this, in when you get the consistency out, you're like, oh, this is going to be a lot more like moisturizing for my skin. It is also broad spectrum. So they are positioning this, Carlene, as a moisture-based sunscreen. Okay. Kind of like to our original conversation about this whole thing. It's like, what's moisturizing enough? So they're putting their stake in the ground and saying, this is a moisture-first sunscreen. So if you are dry or you find that sunscreens are too drying, this is one for you. So I have to say when I I prefer this one to the Glow Recipe, not only is it not fragranced, but even though it's a cream, somehow it just melted into my skin a lot better. And I didn't look as greasy as I did with the Glow Recipe, which kind of shocked me because I was like cream right away. I'm not entirely sure, but I just felt like I got better sun protection from it as well. Mm -hmm. And it didn't like my makeup went on beautifully on top of it. I didn't look super greasy, but at the same time, like I'm not someone who needs a lot of moisture. I think I can use this this time of year, but in the summer, I probably wouldn't. It might be a little bit too rich for my oily Mm. skin type and no white cast at all. I can definitely attest to that, at least on my skin. And I think it would be really a good one for people to try if you're like every SPF I've ever tried is too drying. Give Mm -hmm. this one a go. Okay. Well, I'd be interested to try it if it's a little less glowy than the ones that I've been testing. So I'm going to, we're going to have to do a little, we can do a little, we can do a little Uber swap. I can send these things. (laughs) What's the name of that one again? It's the Laneige Hydra UV Defense Sunscreen Broad Spectrum SPF 50. And it is $38 in Canada and it's around 30 in the U.S. Now, a quick pause for one of our show partners, Print Fresh. Guys, I've been talking about this for ages, but who's all about elevating their pajama game right now? Am I right? Like, there comes a time in your life when an oversized t shirt you got out of a beer case just isn't cutting it anymore. I just feel like my house, you know, my home is my castle now, and I love walking around in deeply cute pajamas. I'm living for that. And all my life, I wanted one of those vintage-looking prints, like that kind of robe that's like really thin and good for all season. And I finally found what I was looking for with Printfresh. Printfresh is a women-owned and operated luxury sleepwear brand with inclusivity and sustainability in mind. Chic robes for everyone. Each piece is designed in-house at their studio in Philadelphia and ethically produced by their partners in India. Their sleepwear is full of colorful, whimsical patterns that are beautifully screen printed by hand into 100% organic cotton. I just received my order and I got the long sleep set. It's a top and bottom 
them. It's got like the buttons and the white piping. And the print that I got, it's called the Bagheera print, which is like a leopard with flowers. And it's a beautiful like blue color. It's really bright and happy. And I'm also obsessed with my new robe. I ended up going with the painted stripe print. I love like the mix and match with the floral underneath. So it's not too matchy. And yeah, it's just like really lightweight and fun. And I think it would be a great gift around Mother's Day. You guys just saying it's coming up. And the best part is the sizes range from extra small petite to 6X. And there are women's, men's, and all gender silhouettes. So there's something for pretty much anyone on your list. And you can use our discount because you're a Breaking Beauty listener. Awesome. Head on over to printfresh.com slash Breaking Beauty or use code BEAUTY for 15% off your first order. That's P-R-I-N-T-F-R-E-S-H dot com slash Breaking Beauty or use code BEAUTY for 15% off your first order. And now back to our show. Okay, so let's move on to what else we're seeing a lot of on store shelves. Now, this is something that I kind of alluded to when we did our episode with Violette, and it's all about spray-on moisturizers. So I'm just, you know, taking you back to that conversation with Violette because I love her Boom Boom Milk all-over yeah. spray. It's so lovely. And I had heard about this Curel Intensive Moisture Deep Moisture Spray And I was like, oh, I wonder if they're kind of like ripping off, you know, what Violette had come out with because it felt so novel. And then one of our listeners had said, oh, no, 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 this is a K-Beauty like trend. This has been going on in K-Beauty with like Laneige and other products Mm -hmm. have already been doing the moisture sprays. So what I wanted to tell you is that I finally got my hands on the Curel Deep Moisture Spray and it's $21 US. It just launched in the US mid-March on Amazon and it's actually nothing like the Violette Spray at all now that I've tried it. <laughs> I can attest to that. I'm going to get into that in a little bit. But first off, I just want to mention that Amazon can be a little tricky when you're purchasing from there because you're not quite sure what's like gray market and what's legit. Mm. So I just Mm -hmm. want to say that Curel has officially launched only on Amazon, but it is the Curel store. So we will link to that proper link on our website so that you're buying from like the proper buyer. You don't need to worry about that. But that's if you can find it in stock because it's already sold out. It sold out like instantly. Did it go viral on TikTok or something? How do people know about it? Because Curel is not necessarily like, you know, one of those brands that's like hot. Everybody's watching what they're dropping. You know what? Caroline Hirons, that's where I saw this product on her Instagram. And so she was really raving about it in the UK. So I think people who follow Caroline in the US, you couldn't get it. So once it launched here, it was just like, oh, shit, I need it. And it's like, it's relatively affordable, right? It's $21. I'm going to give you a little bit of a background on Curel because it is new in the US, although it's also kind of a nostalgia product because it used to be here. So if you're around my age, you might remember that Curel did exist. There was like hand creams and stuff like that. Basically, over time, it was acquired by Cow Brands, which is a Japanese company that owns other brands as well. They own John Frieda. Exactly. And so Curel kind of took it over and now it is considered a Japanese skincare brand. And it's actually where they've kind of found their niche is it's the number one brand for dry and sensitive skin in Japan. That's basically like 
that's all they do is focus Amazing. on sensitive skin. The Curel Deep Moisture Spray, I'm going to tell you how it's different from the Violette. So first of all, it's not in a pump spray. It's in an actual, you can hear that. It's in a, yeah. um, what do you call this kind of spray again? Atomize? Let me see again. No. Atomizer. And not, oh, it's like in an atomizer like an Evian water would be. Yeah, it's like an Evian water. Exactly. So you put it on like that and it goes on clear. Unlike mm-hmm. the Violette Boom Boom Milk, that it really is milky, you know? It's cream spray, yeah. This one goes on clear like an Evian, mm-hmm. but it's, you know, when you think of Evian or La Roche-Posay or those types of things, that actually is water. It's like a special water from I don't the French I can't remember what area it's from but it's, it's like blessed, mineral it's blessed it's by mineral. monks and yeah uh, no I'm joking I'm joking it's but. like a special mineral water yeah. and you know when people go mm-hmm. into it they use it in like healing eczema clinics in mm-hmm. France whatever it is but this is really even though it goes on like a water it actually is a moisturizer so mm-hmm. this product I think who would benefit from this is people who have damaged moisture barrier. I know even my sister, she was talking to me about how like her, she's getting flare ups, like even on her eyelids. And I'm not Mm -hmm. sure if it is kind of like eczema, but I said, um, you need to kind of like start using these barrier creams that are going to repair and also these protective barrier creams when you're going out in the cold and the wind. Now, of course, we're coming into spring, but I know that feeling when your skin is so irritated that you don't even want to touch it. And that's where I think sprays are really great. And I have recommended to people before to use like those Evian sprays because, Mm. you know, it's infusing with moisture without having to touch and get that stinging sensation. So I think this spray is great for people like that. But what I would say is that it is a little sticky. So this isn't a product that you want to have replace your everyday moisturizer. It's something where you want to do touch-ups throughout the day and get that kind of moisture. I think if you're like menopausal and you're really dry and you're like getting hot flashes and stuff, it's great for that as well. So what do they say is actually in it that's doing like the moisturizing? It's all about ceramides, you know, which we've Mm -hmm. talked about on the show before, especially if you have a damaged skin barrier. Ceramides, of course, are naturally existing in your skin, but you can like sort of add them on topically. And that's what like seals between the bricks so that you don't have irritants coming out. Hydration is not escaping either. So ceramides are major key in terms of keeping like a healthy skin barrier and so this is like a spray-on version of that. And I think that's why it's been such a hit in the UK and why people have been loving it. And I'm sure it's going to continue to sell out. But I'm told from the PR that they're restocking. So you can pre-order and get it in May, I think, is when you would receive it now. It's interesting, the spray-on moisturizer trend. Like, where did mm-hmm. this come from? I feel like it's so interesting. It's prevalent in some boardroom somewhere. Somebody trend forecasted this or something yeah, because it does they're probably seem like, to be. oh, it's COVID. People don't want to touch their face. They just want to like yeah. spray it instead. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe because I tested one as well. And I believe you might have also tried it. This is from Dermalogica. It's their new 
toner mist. It's called the Dermalogica Hyaluronic Ceramide Mist. It's $45 US and $60 in Canada. So it's a blend of hyaluronic acid ceramides, as the name suggests. It also has rose water and panthenol. This one is good for all skin types. And I would say after using it, I use it as a second step, sort of as a toner after I cleanse my face. And I just find it's very soothing because it has that rose water in it. And I do notice that it preps your skin for a moisturizer better than their other mists that are out there and that are available. And you can touch up throughout the day as well with this product to kind of like, if you feel like your skin is tight or cracking or just a bit dry in general, you can use this mist as mm-hmm. well to kind of rehydrate throughout just the day. Just as you were talking, I was kind of thinking about the spraying idea in an article that I read and it was about trends, like trend forecasting and stuff. Yeah. And they were talking about this idea of beauty snacking. And Mm -hmm. it's this idea that like, you know, the whole self-care movement where people have talked about like skincare as self-care, which I know you can poke a a lot of holes in that, that it's just like marketing and that's not really going to help with your mental health. But honestly, I have had people over the past two years tell me how much they do enjoy skincare as a form of self-care, like people who have had shitty things happen in their life. And they're like, thank you for that Mm -hmm. recommendation for that skincare. It actually has brought me a moment of joy. Like legit, we've had that in our DMs. So I think there might be something to it. And this beauty snacking Mm -hmm. idea was not about like edible supplements and stuff, but it was about this idea that you can actually have this moment throughout the day, this mini snack, if you will, of like, you know, spraying your face and this little moment, you know, and a lot of people are going back to the office now and like, this is something you can use death side and you get that dry yeah, air in the sure. office and you do this little spray. And I know with the Dermalogica, it smells mm-hmm. gorgeous, like a spa. Ugh. It, you know? It's like it is very relaxing or like calming when you when you use it. And I think that they are I don't know, all of their spray-on toners that I've ever tried, I frigging love. So Mm -hmm. it's like something that they do with like even the delivery of them. It's not like wet on your face. Yeah. It's like, I think that's also very important Mm -hmm. because sometimes I find that it's like too much. Right. Um, So this is is something that I'm into and will be, I'll be using it all summer long, I think, and probably putting it in my fridge if I'm being honest. Yeah. Skincare fridge, beauty snacking. Let's do this. (laughs) Okay, so what's next in your uh, skincare finds? Okay, so I promised you guys that I would talk about your new favorite hand cream. And I think I've found it, depending on who you are as a listener. It's the Walita Unscented Hand Cream. It's $12.49 US, $16.99 in Canada. It launched in March in the US and Canada. You'll have to wait until May to get it. Sorry about that. But it will be worth the wait. And the big innovation here is, I think... Jill, as we were just talking about with the Dermalogica, like it's scented, but it is that all, it's that very natural, I can't remember if it's lavender Mm -hmm. or what it is, but it's that spa, like it's not a perfumey smell. And it's that Mm -hmm. thing that like Waleda is so known for because they use a lot of essential oils. And so typically you'll find that they have these gorgeous smells. It could be lavender, it could be... um, always say it wrong. (laughs) Calendula. It could be calendula calendula. and like an orange blossom type of a thing. They're really well known for that. And it's perfect for, again, that beauty snacking. But some people have allergies or intolerances even to essential Mm -hmm. oils. So what's very unique about this new hand cream is it's completely unscented. 
And Mm -hmm. I think, again, I go back to my sister and when she first started noticing eczema, the first place she got it was on the palm of her hands. And I think that can also happen from like contact dermatitis, depending on what you're using. It can just get irritated. So Mm -hmm. people get really cracked. You want a hand cream, but you don't want a scented hand cream, right? And so I think people are going to really love this as well. Mostly it's the texture. I don't know if you've tried this one. It's gorgeous. I put it in my purse immediately, but I have to be honest. I haven't actually put it, it on my hands is, <laughs> It's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. So what I love about it, I'm trying to figure out how to explain. And I think it's like 12 bucks. I know. Like, it's, okay. Price. It's got this like cocooning texture to it. I've come across this before. I don't know if it's the glycerin. It's got a lot of glycerin in it, which we know is like a great humectant, keeps the moisture in, mm-hmm. but it feels like you've put almost like a coating on top of your hands Okay, where it's like keeping that moisture in and it's so soft, but it's not at all greasy. Like it's not oily yeah. at all. So it's that perfect. It's like, I'm going to wash my hands a few times. It's going to stay moisturized, but I haven't just put an oil on my hands. So it has jojoba, borage, coconut oils. Like you're going to feel silky soft. It's going to last a long time. But Carlene, I think, I don't know if I caught this. How much is it? It's $12.49 in the U.S. So and good. $16.99 in Canada. Ah. Oh. Love it. And can I just say why I put it in my purse right away? It brought back the tin tube. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. I love the tin tube and it's back. I hope they bring it back on the um, skin food. Let's close it out with a couple of budget finds because I like to look after my drugstore minded people. Like everyone's probably just blown all of their paychecks at the Sephora sale. And so we need to hit people if they're going to shop with a couple of like finds that are not going to sting as much. So you know? I have discovered yet another drugstore cleanser that I love. Ding, ding, ding. This is the Thayer's pH okay. Balancing Gentle Face Wash with Aloe Vera. It's $14.99 US, $16.99 in Canada. It launched mm-hmm. in January. So it's a little late for spring, but I really liked it so much. I was like, I'm going to talk about it anyway. And I will say, if you're not familiar with theirs, they are like, they have an iconic toner, which has Mm -hmm. like witch hazel in it. And so that is what it's most well known for. I hate that product, by the way. I'm so curious why. It's too drying. Oh, interesting. Brutal. It doesn't have any alcohol in it, though. That's what they say. But let me tell you, put it on your face. You're going to know. The witch hazel is not great for your skin. Just saying. Yeah. Anyway, continue. I'm curious about this. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because, I mean, of course, the brand would say that their witch hazel is different because the way that they produce Mm -hmm. it, it doesn't have this one. I forget what it is. Maybe it's an alcohol, but they're like. They, the way that they produce it, it doesn't have that. So it's not as drying, which is why Witch Hazel has had like a big backlash about it. But that's according mm-hmm. to the brand. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty, you yeah. know, little bias there. My face didn't like it. But anyway, I am curious about this because also probably little known fact, L'Oreal bought Thayer's. Yes, it's true. So this product actually does not have any Witch Hazel in it at all. So um, that's, you know, I'm interested, not something that you need to be concerned about if you didn't like the original toner. So what it is, it is a pH balancing cleanser, just as it says, it has 5% aloe vera, sodium hyaluronate. So the whole idea with it 
is it's not going to dry out your skin. So they are also like they still farm their main ingredient, probably like the witch hazel or whatever. They have like a small farm in Connecticut and it's kind of like okay. the cheaper version of Tata Harper, but like except they've been around since like 1847 or something like that. Mm-hmm. But they talk about their ingredients being 90% natural origin. And there's like, so that's what they put on the label. And I was like, what does that mean? Okay. And I actually thought it was quite clever. I do appreciate this kind of like clarity an explanation Mm -hmm. in a product. I'm going to read you what it said. They actually tell you what that means because you often see like natural origin products, but you're like, what does that mean? Yeah. It says, what are natural origin ingredients? Thayer's only considers an ingredient to be of natural origin if it is unchanged from its natural state or has undergone processing, but retains greater than 50% of its molecular structure from its original natural source. And so I was like, you know what? That's actually, I appreciate that. Like explaining that, you know what I mean? Yeah, it definitely feels like this brand has like apothecary roots or something like that. Oh yeah, they were like old chemists, how the whole witch hazel, you know, popped off like with the army back in Civil War Mm -hmm. days. And so, yeah, the whole thing about this is that it's fragrance-free, and it's pH balanced. And pH balanced, of course, is important regardless mm-hmm. of your skin type. And this one is considered slightly acidic. It's 5.5 is what they say is ideal. Mm-hmm. Slightly acidic is supposed to be good. Otherwise, your complexion, like, can you're more prone to acne and aging and all of that kind of stuff. So I really like this product from a sensorial point of view. Like when I used it, it's this beautiful silky gel. And it foams up into like a light lather, but it does feel satisfying, like you're getting enough of a lather. And then when you wash it off, your skin feels soft. And I just felt like it felt Mm -hmm. really clear, like it was clean, but it wasn't Mm -hmm. totally dry. And again, when I looked at the fine print, there's actually a little bit of salicylic acid in it, which I thought was interesting. Mm. So that's going to give you some refining, but it is meant to be, again, non-drying and good for sensitive skin as well. So I think a lot of people could get into this and there's like even clinical studies behind this product and that, you know, again, their claim is that it's softer, it's refreshed and better moisturized after a week of use. And I just went back to like our conversation with Sophie Pavitt with that amazing mm-hmm. clear skin episode. I hope you guys listened to it. It was a couple of weeks ago and it was like, she just was such a wealth of knowledge. And we asked about whether these like spa skincare brands are worth the money. And she's like, all that matters is, mm-hmm. is it clinically tested? That's what I look at. Mm-hmm. That's all I care about mm-hmm. is like, if you are not clinically tested, like get the fuck out of here with your claims, you know? And so mm-hmm. I just, mm-hmm. once again, it's like the fact that you can buy something at drugstore and get those clinical claims. It's important. And so, yeah, I think a lot of people are going to be into this cleanser. Okay. Well, that's good. I'm glad to know that because if I'm being honest with you, I just see that red cap and I would just bin it. Like I wouldn't even give it a chance because I I just didn't like their iconic product. So I kind of wrote it off. But I'm interested. Now, I'm going to finish off with a final under $15 find. So I'm going to talk about the Dr. Jart Sika Pear Tiger Grass Calming Serum Mask. It's $9 US and $12 in Canada. And Dr. Jart, I'm just like falling in love with this brand all over again. They sent me a bunch of stuff 
And Dr. Jart, this line, the Sika Pear Tigergrass line, it made it into our Hall of Fame, actually, Carleen, because you tried this viral hit last year. The product name is the Dr. Jart Sika Pear Color Correcting Treatment SPF 30. It's like a slight greenish uh, green color. Tint. It's so good if you have yeah. a lot of red in your skin. Yeah, yeah. And actually that finally this month is available in Canada because I know a lot of people were wanting to try it. But yeah, back to the mask. So I don't use a lot of sheet masks. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of like not that keen on the whole idea. But because this one was paper, I was like, I'll try it. I'll talk about it. And I put this on this morning, actually, before we recorded because I woke up and my skin was just a little bit angry from a retinol product that I was trying out, Mm. a new one. And so I put this on. It was just so cooling and so soothing. Mm -hmm. No surprise there because that's the whole idea behind it. So the active ingredients in here is Centella Asatia serum and that's meant to soothe redness and strengthen sensitive skin. So I just felt like the other thing I did when I put it on, I was I kind of let it soak in the serum. There's so much product on this mask. I let it soak in and then I grabbed my ice roller from the Skinny Confidential and I rolled that on top. Mm -hmm. So I was getting like double cooling action and I just felt like my skin was very calm afterwards. Did you have it in the fridge? (laughs) The roller? I had the roller in the fridge, Ooh, of course. Yeah. Yes. So I just felt like it was kind of that instant soothing. And there was tons of serum like left on my skin afterwards. And I just like massaged yeah. it all in. And then I put a sunscreen on top and like it, there was no pilling or anything like that. So I just feel like this is good for those SOS situations where mm-hmm. you do feel like your skin is flared up. It's a little bit angry or mm-hmm. maybe you got a little bit too much sun. Well, that's it for this week. You guys are going to find everything we talked about in today's episode on our website, breakingbeautypodcast.com. And don't forget to check out our Hall of Fame that has our longtime favorites that are always on our permanent top shelf. And don't forget about our merch. You can wear our damn good sweatshirt yourself, which you'll find in the Dear Media shop and on our Hall of Fame. We've conveniently put it there for you. Thank you, everybody. See you next week. Thanks for listening. You can find details on every product mentioned in today's episode, along with our exclusive promo codes on our blog at breakingbeautypodcast.com. While you're there, be sure to sign up for our newsletter. Every episode will be delivered directly to your inbox so you won't miss a single thing. And get social with us. Let us know what you think of the episode. You can follow us on Instagram at breakingbeautypodcast. And did you know we also have a private Facebook group? Just search Breaking Beauty Podcast chat room. You can even leave us a voicemail at any time with questions or feedback at 1-844-227-0302. And don't forget to subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast fix. Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts, where you can show us some love by writing a review. See you next Wednesday. 